The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. While you're online, if you go on TikTok, you might see this 30 day gallon challenge. It is a challenge to consume a gallon of water every day for 30 days and apparently it's going to do everything from weight loss to make your skin clearer. A gallon is about four and a half litres of water. Orla Walsh, the registered dietitian with Orla Walsh Nutrition is with me now. Orla, should people try and consume four and a half litres of water every day for 30 days? No, most people don't need that much. So how much do people need? So it depends, like if we're looking at the average amount um, and you have to remember that you get some from food and other things. So females need, might need 2.7 litres, men might need 3.7 litres. But around 20% of that is coming from our food. Then we produce maybe 300 mils from just breaking down our food into energy. So what that ends up being is that females need around 1.7 litres and men need around 2.7 litres but of course you know other things make mm. a big difference such as age and body fatness and exercise levels. So I mean what what would happen if people did follow the challenge and consume this amount of water like I mean could it be harmful? Uh, it could be harmful and it just depends on how much water that person needed to begin with but if they're a little person and they didn't need much water because they had for example high body fat levels and low exercise levels I suppose they could dilute their electrolytes too much. And really, you know, our body's clever in that is um, outside our cells, you'll mainly find sodium and inside our cells will mainly find potassium. And our body's forever pushing sodium out of the cells in exchange for potassium. Now, if we disrupt that, it can lead to like horrible feelings in the short term, such as um, nausea and vomiting and headaches and things. But I suppose in the more severe circumstances, it could lead to death. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's in in, in very extreme circumstances. But ultimately, it's not a good idea in most cases to to follow the challenge. Um, Getting back then to what is is good advice, um, what are the reasons that you might need more or less? You you gave the average amounts, but they come with qualifications. I assume exercise is one of them. Yeah, exercise is definitely one of them um, and that will differ from person to person. Um, So I suppose we lose water through insensible losses, so breathing it out and um, and through sweating. And then we lose what are called sensible losses, which are measurable losses um, through peeing and and pooing as well. There's some there too. And um, I guess it just depends on what body you're in. So if someone's bigger, if they're leaner, um, if they're very active, if there's low humidity that day or if you're at a high altitude or you're exercising vigorously, all of these things impact how much you need. Generally speaking, though, for people who wanted a quick calculation, it's somewhere between 25 to 35 milliliters per kilogram per day. But you can assess that by just looking at the color of your urine. And really, when you pee in the toilet, you should nearly not see your urine. Um, because we're aiming for really straw-coloured urine. But if you can imagine, there's water already in the bowl. So when you go into the pee into the bowl, that dilutes it further. So you should nearly not be able to see it. Should you ever feel thirsty during the day? Or if you get to the point where you feel thirsty, have you not drank enough earlier? Yeah, so we're trying to get people to drink to avoid thirst. And then sensation of thirst is rather unreliable, especially if you're younger or older or ill or an athlete. So there's lots of different um, scenarios there where you can't really rely on thirst. 
So generally speaking, we get people to drink to avoid thirst. And that's why with toddlers and stuff, you're always following them around every hour or two, offering them fluids because they're just useless at, at knowing, their body's useless at telling them that they're thirsty. And if they're thirsty, they're, they're fairly dehydrated. Does coffee and tea count as water intake? Don't worry, it does. Um, I know there's um, lots of myths out there and caffeine is a slight diuretic, but at the same time, it does count towards your fluid intake each day. Okay. Um, but milk is actually more hydrating than water. So that's why it's, it's kind of that perfect um, after gym or after exercise drink, because not only does it naturally provide water and electrolytes, but also carbohydrates to refuel and protein to repair. Okay. But it is important to note that like most people are a little bit dehydrated and not drinking enough. And even loss of 1% to 2% dehydration um, can affect cognitive function and alertness. And um, we only get, to, I suppose, if, if you lose 10% of your body weight in water, that will damage your body. And 20% of your water, uh, 20% of your weight, if you lose that through dehydration, it will result in death. So all of these things are very far away and hopefully yeah. it won't come to that ever. And it rarely does. Even the whole drinking too much water to dilute your electrolytes, that doesn't happen very often. It's just with these silly little things that people might go, okay, I'll have 4.5 litres today and they might try and push it or do something like yeah. that. And again, that's where the, really the problems lie. And um, you mentioned kind of cognitive impairment. If you are, you know, under consumption when it comes to water, you're not drinking enough. Um, how, how does that manifest itself? Um, well, I suppose um, there is water in all the different cells in our body. Um, generally speaking, we're around 60 to 70 percent water if we're lean and 45 to 55 percent of water if we're not. Um, and I suppose the, the brain needs water to function. And it's just one of those things that we can see that when people are 1 to 2% dehydrated, their cognitive function and alertness reduces. It, you know, they'll also notice other things like increased heart rate um, and uh, they're quite fatigued. And I suppose if that were to continue, they might um, end up being quite constipated or developing kidney stones mm. or uh, UTIs and stuff. So I suppose you can actually argue that water is the most important nutrient for the body and it's important to make sure that we're getting enough. And more recently, we've had research that's come out and shown that those who are better hydrated not only live longer, but live longer without disease. So I suppose how, how important it is um, in both the short, medium and long term has really been supported by the research. Orla Walsh, registered dietitian from Orla Walsh uh, Nutrition. Thank you very much for that advice. Avoid the 30-day gallon challenge if you can. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.